Coming in at 9.0 on the Richter scale and crashing straight through the bathroom scale, here they are again, the hosts of Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast, Cliff and Kendall! Child in the city, running wild and looking pretty. Oh, Kendall, sorry. That song was just on the radio earlier on Rye 99, and I was rocking out like Carrie Bradshaw in the city. Have I mentioned, have I devoted any time from the show at all? Not nearly enough time. To even just mention how my life got flipped and turned upside down in a good, beautiful way. By this new chapter, it's called "And Just Like That." And it's a whole new chapter of Sex and City on HBO Max, and I can't explain to you how alive I feel for the half hour plus that the show goes on, and how bereft I am as the show ends. Kendall, it sends me into a deep emotional spiral, and just like that. It is, and just like that, I was high, and then it's like you just, uh, imagine <laughs> falling from the highest peak, because when, cause when in Just Like That, a whole new chapter of Sex and City is on, I, and this is no exaggeration, you know, but this is a joke show, and we like to have fun, uh, this is not an exaggeration, I am, that is the peak of my week, and some might say existence in, in the, this day and age, when I'm watching a new episode of and just like that, a whole new chapter of Sex and City. And then, but then, everything has to end, right? And as the show ends, it's just like, boom! When, it, you know, Wile E. Coyote falling down in the desert or whatever. Yeah. But that, that title of that show, though, every time I hear somebody talk about it, I, I, I don't know we're talking about a show for about the first minute. Because anytime somebody says, and just like that, I'm like, and then just like that, what? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm so intrigued in what they're talking about that then I'm like, oh, the show. I, it's so hard for me to connect to that. But, um, but I get the sentiment that you're sharing with us. I and, hope, um, and I know that it's not, you know, nothing is for everyone. No show is for everybody. But I hope that you, Kendall, and all of our listeners out there, if you if and just like that, a whole new chapter of Sex and City isn't the thing that brings you the joy that it brings me. I don't know how it can bring anybody more joy than it's brought me. But I hope you have something that brings you as much joy. And I doubt that you do. But it, cause <laughs> it's what, my magic clips, my magic time. Oh, God. This is the magic time. <laughs> if you're talking about now, then I agree. This is the magic time. That cliff. And, yeah, care, but just shout out, quick shout out. Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte, always, always, Kendall, I'm reappropriating that where people say always about Harry Potter, and I forget the context, but you know, you know how people say that? I'm taking it to mean always. Always. Carrie Bradshaw, Miranda Hobbs, Charlotte, York Goldenblatt. Well, you said nothing is for everyone. And I thought you were going to say nothing is forever, which segues to my next point. Oh. Cliff, we lost a dear, dear fellow Cliff and Kendallian, and that's Louis Anderson. Oh. He's gone up to cloud to cloud, and I just think we need to give him a two-belt salute. Oh, uh, two-bell salute. How about that? Two-dinger All right, salute. all right. Ah, don't you love it? We've lost so many. It is a season of loss here it is. in the world. They come, they come in a baker's dozen these days. Uh, yeah, it's not threes anymore, but we've lost so many. Our, yeah, our eternal friend, Louis Anderson, my God. Yeah. And, but here's the thing I want to mention about him, and this is something that you and I and he can commiserate and laugh at and high-five mm-hmm. each other. We'll high-five him 
on cloud to cloud. But, you know, as big as we all are, you know, I just assume that at some point I'll die a fat man's death at some point. I will have (laughs) a heart attack. I will choke on a burrito. I will slip in a puddle of hot fudge. Something associated to my fatness will kill me. That's what I'm assuming. But that's Mm -hmm. not what took him. He had, like, what kills everybody, which is cancer. So that's just one of the catch-alls. But so, you know, so I just thought, well, there you go. He he beat it. The fat didn't kill him. Like, you know, so I thought there's hope for us. God bless him. I love him so much. Yeah. But he wouldn't be sad. He'd be making jokes about it all. He know. would be. That's why I'm upbeat, because he would be joking. Yeah, I he can was... hear him making the jokes about yes. the size of the casket that they had to get. He's like, I had to pay extra for the double size. You know, I could just hear him oh. already, and I just I just love him, and he's always going to be in our memory. And, all, and he brought Christine Baskets to life. And, yes. You know. Yes, he is. Yeah, he is just always uh, just like with Joan. He's going to yeah. be in heaven with and, Joan Rivers. I highly recommend his audio book if you haven't heard that too. His letters to his mother, where he just uh, have you ever have you ever heard him read that? I, I haven't heard him read it. I've got the book. Oh, so yeah. when he reads the audio book, like he like physically like it cries like deep when he's reading this book, and it's just so heartfelt, and you just you feel it so much, and you feel so connected to him. So I highly recommend that. But he, it is it's wonderful, and he's had some crazy stories over the years. Oh, he's just so great. And, you know, to think of his legacy of laughter and mm-hmm. <laughs> that he has left behind, like like we will leave behind. Kendall only and just, we'll, we'll do it in a much smaller way. But, you know, he's left behind that legacy. And when you think about it, of course, our beloved Saint Betty White, who has oh, yeah. gone on cloud to cloud. And to think of the joy she would feel and does feel, I'm sure, as she flips through the channels of down here on Earth, uh, in heaven, to see the, all this money raised for animal shelters oh, and I stuff. Know it. For her, how much she loved it, how much, just how happy that would make her and how happy yes. it does make her and makes me on her behalf. It just thrills me, thrills me, thrills me that something it like that. It offsets the heartache with something good and positive and loving that she would have loved, you know. She would absolutely love it. Which, speaking of, Kendra, I've got to say, now, do you have the TV streaming app Tubi, T-U-B-I? No, Cliff, I've got Booby. No, I don't, Tubi, I don't, I see I've got both so them. many different streaming apps. I don't even know what I have, but I, Tubi's not one of them. Well, fix that immediately it's free first off you cheap ass son of a bitch well shouldn't they call it freebie (laughs) (laughs) they should maybe maybe fruby was already taken by (laughs) something else but it's absolutely free it has it's it's got commercials which makes it free but it has a lot of things has a lot of great 80s horror movies excellent ones it's hard to find like rental ones like maybe some we should get on tape to rent in our store over here yeah more on that later but it's got that. It's got Carol Burnett show, Kendall. I want to, if I could reach across uh, the fat, I would slap you in the face right now for not yeah. having it to watch Carol Burnett. And also, I didn't know. I didn't know. Also, no, no. back to Betty. It's got all about 39 episodes, I think, of it called Betty White's Pet Set from 1971. What? And it's a show she had, I guess maybe it came on like, you know, on Saturday afternoons or something, but it, it ran for a year, but it's got, of course, it's back then, so it's got 40 episodes or so. Yeah. And it's Betty, and she'll have on a celebrity, and then the celebrity brings their pets Yeah. on there. Like, Mary Tyler Moore was on one, and she brought her dogs and stuff. And then they'll see, like, some different examples of, the like, a dog breed, and they'll look at them as a baby and as they grow. Then they'll look at some old, like, or not old, but, like, some Super 8 footage of Betty at, you know, some animal preserve talking to, you know, leopards and tigers and stuff. And it's just the most sweet, beautiful, wonderful thing. You've got to watch it. And it's also very funny because this the episode with Mary Tyler Moore, they had these dogs, you know, they have a lot of dogs who like won the breed of whatever, like at the kennel yeah. show. And one of the dog's names was Damn It. 
And <laughs> I had an imaginary friend named Dammit. Oh, well, Dammit. Here we are. Back to Dammit. Maybe this is where you heard of it. Maybe somebody was talking about this dog. Maybe so. But Dammit was on there, and its owner was like, lie down, Dammit. And Betty, of course, is so funny. She, she you know, it's like, lie down, Dammit. And got a big <laughs> laugh out of Mary with that one. It was so great. And it, she had, like, this blind girl come on and feel a lion there in the uh-huh. studio and it was so sweet and she had uh this woman who like goes around and feeds these uh stray cats that live at the beach and it's just the sweetest most beautiful betty white in 1971 and which this is also food for thought kendall not only food for food that's what we usually have but this is food for thought this was in like f- again like you said 50 years ago so betty was 50 this is before she became Sue Ann Nivens on Mary Tyler Moore, well before she was Rose Nyland, well mm-hmm. before she was literally America's sweetheart, you know, 80 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, just, you know, just keep that in mind, guys. Not everybody's Justin Bieber and they're famous at 11, and then it just goes on like that. Betty, of course, was very successful for many years, but but her iconic things that you think of her, she hadn't even done them when she was 50. She hadn't started yet. So there's hope for us yet. She's getting started. Well, I don't know if there's hope for us, but there's hope for well, some. So I haven't seen... I haven't seen that show, but on... Uh, like, I think it's National Geographic. She has a show, like, Betty White's Animals or something. I forget what it's called, but she... Like, I watched the first episode, and she, like, goes around and looks at tigers and things, and, like... They take her around the zoo, and she, like, sees them all, and she gets up close to them, and, like, this lion, oh, like, this lion was, like, roaring at her, and they were like, we we need to step out and let it calm down, and she was like, no, and she just, like, walks over to it and looks at it and says, honey, it's okay, it's okay, yeah, everything's okay, and the thing just, the lion just calmed down, and the woman was like, that was amazing, and it's just, like, her energy. Is that on the Disney Plus National? Okay, yes, I'll have to yes. watch that. Well, she yeah. was very much like that. Always, she was back like that in the seventies too. Yeah. Like they had an elephant uh, on there in the studio, and it was it was just yeah, and, and yeah. Like, they had a lion. Well, the lion they had the blind girl coming and feeling a lion, right. and she was always about the what did they call it uh, the the training affection training of the animals uh-huh. and how the people you know she had the guy on there from somewhere who did all the animals for TV and movies. Maybe you met him, Kendall, in our years of Hollywood. But you know, and he would talk about the, know the affection training, and <laughs> they never did anything, yeah, you know, to hurt them, even in the in the training process. That's what we could have used in our life—a little affection training. <laughs> maybe we could have. Maybe we could have. Um, um, but and Cliff, we all this whole time we've been talking about Betty White, but we have been spreading. Love. love. That's what we've been doing. Can you spread some? Spread it. You spread butter. Why not love? Us, we spread a lot of things. Um, and we're also, uh. we're, we're expanding to spread even more love here about with our store. We're, it's getting, getting a little further along. They're building our booth over there. Charles, the contractor's busy working on that. I, now, Kendall, do you think it's wise to use that much of the floor space of our store for a recording booth, we we just we have this booth right now. Cliff, we need space. I'm tired of being crammed in this glass booth every every week. We need a little space to oh. spread out. And Charles is always in here, you know. So I we just need a little yeah. bit more space because where does he sit? Right here, right here in my chair, and it smells. And it's there's I find God knows what under the under the counter. Like oh, I don't want to know what what that is. But so we just need more space. All right. Well, Kendall, if you say so, then I guess so. I'm just wondering, but what if we want to sell some really big things? What if we want to sell a bunch of inflatable jack-o'-lanterns in October? Well, we'll we'll figure out a way to fit them in here. All right, all right. I'm not taking down any of the Madonna memorabilia. You know, I like the aesthetic that the Hard Rock Cafe has where it's got the cool <laughs> stuff all over the walls. Maybe we should sign some things of ours and put them out yeah. on display, and then you know, That's big a good super idea. fans of our show could stop by too. They they could see us recording in our booth. They could buy a memorabilia. We could sign it after the show. This is gonna be huge. Oh, if only there were someone interested in all that. We that would be great. <laughs>
But no, we're gonna be huge. Okay, Kendall, pop quiz. This is the last thing that I'll pop quiz, hotshot. I'll let uh, Betty White's pet set go. I'll stop going on and on about it. <laughs> but they did mention that back then the the two top dog breeds in America, the most popular two, and I wanted to see if you could guess them. In 1971, what what was number one and hmm. number two for dog breeds? Because they didn't have all the same ones. They had uh, some Bichon right. Frise on there. And they were like, oh, this is the newest dog in America. It's never been here. And now Barbara Streisand, she's got those. She's cloning her own Bichon Frise. Uh, let's see. Um, Border Collie? Mm, no. Norder Collie. Uh... Uh, 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 a, a poodle. Number one was the poodle. What was it? No, what was number two? German Shepherd. Mein Kampf. Oh, the German Shepherd. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have guessed that. Uh, and they were had ret- retrievers on there, and they're like, "Oh, and this is a golden retriever." In case you didn't know what that is, and so uh, you know. Oh, I see. I thought that would have been more of a modern thing. Oh, really? See, I thought golden retriever. That must be one of the most eternal dogs. But no. Hmm. 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 I th- I don't know. I thought it'd be like more odd, like um. Co- like Cocker Spaniel or um, Sheets of Cockapoo-poo. Like Dutch Newfoundland or something. I don't know. You know. Well, you got to watch it. It's so good. It's fantastic. I'm in the middle now of watching one with Agnes Moorhead from Bewitched. And she's on mm-hmm. there and she's brought a bunch of her own birds from her home. So it's just fantastic. Look at Charles go over there, dear. He's really making that go very quickly today. He is a modern marvel, dear. You know, he's (laughs) the hardest working man in Busheltown. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, You keep saying it. (laughs) He's the hardest working man in Busheltown. There, Candleboy. You can see it for yourself. Well, now, and you guys look like you're ready to work too because you, are those rolls of wallpaper that you've got yeah are you sure you know how to do that oh, yes dear well, of course you know i've put up so much wallpaper in my day dear. oh yes we've got a bucket of wallpaper paste and some brushes here why before you know it boys this entire store will be transformed from the garbage looking place that it is now into a stately sales floor boys oh it'll be marvelous oh, dear, let's get started so we we don't want to wait too much longer dear. we'll get them up very quickly oh yes it should be do you have the paste ready we're gonna start you want to get one well, it does. Maybe it'll be easier since the wallpaper—it's got those stripes. So maybe that'll make it easier. Yeah, there, you know, I didn't up. think you used paste anymore. I, maybe I'm. What right. do you use? Is uh, it? Do anyway. you think is wallpaper? Is it just big stickers now that you just stick to the wall? <laughs> Pretty much. No, I think they. I think they have something like already on the. I don't know. Who who knows? We'll Google it. Maybe this. Well, that, is, they know better than maybe, we do. Maybe it's vintage wallpaper. That, you know, you know, like when my grandmother uh, passed away, she had just rolls and rolls, not of wallpaper, but of Christmas wrapping paper in the garage. We we wrapped uh-huh. gifts for a decade on paper that she had in her garage. <laughs> so maybe this just smelled. Oh, I still have paper from my mother's house. We still use it for Christmas. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> well, speaking of legacy of laughter, there you go. That's yeah. a legacy. Legacy of wrapping of paper. Of Raptor. Oh, Kendall, <laughs> speaking of legacy, my other legacy is, you know, sharing experiences with customer service representatives here on the show. That's your legacy. And, and it's just this thing I, I do often, and people are like, I wonder if he's had any interesting ones lately, experiences. Well, this is not that interesting, but a few days ago, I had to call the post office, the Busheltown post office. Because they had delivered something, then they took it away, and they said it wasn't eligible for re-delivery. And you can imagine I was not real happy when that was happening. I could, I could imagine. But anyway, Kendall, moving on, living for love and all that. I also, I was calling them, and I was also trying to do the text 
thing too with the customer service. I thought, well, whichever one happens first, I'll I'll be ready. Yeah. And anyway, I was texting. Uh, uh, the texting one is what happened first, and I was texting with this wonderful representative. And I, you know, and I, I I wasn't as mean as I wanted to be. I'll give myself that. Okay, I was. <laughs> A lot, a lot nicer than I really wanted to be. But at the end of our thing, when I had accepted I was going to have to go to the damn Busheltown post office and pick this up myself, where there's a line for weeks, like a bread line in communist Russia or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I accepted that already, and I was texting, and she said, is there anything else I can help you with, Cliff? And uh, this is, was my reply. <laughs> I said, thank you. I appreciate your help. I know your job must be a horrible nightmare (laughs) and that you work with what I can only assume are complete, total idiots. Please have a wonderful day and weekend. (laughs) And I thought, (laughs) I thought, well, she probably just is too professional to reply to that. But no, (laughs) she replies and I love her. She she replied, you have no idea! Exclamation point. (laughs) You're welcome, and thank you for contacting us. Uh, have a nice day, ha- and stay safe. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you for that. So I just have to say, I was spreading love. I thought I was being a bitch, but I was just spreading love, yeah. and I'm glad she took it that way, because that's for her, I did want to thank her for her help, while also expressing that just the wherever she works, I, people must just be bumping into the wall because they don't even know where they're going because they're that dumb <laughs> yeah well and it's you know it's odd that we are doing a show this week about spreading love too because i had a moment this week where i felt like and I, I did i thought earlier this week i thought you know the world doesn't have fred rogers anymore it doesn't have uh-huh. louis anderson you know we have to work extra hard to spread love anytime we can and so it, it actually, and again, this happened before anything I knew about us doing a show about spreading love. But um, over at the uh, Potter Butter Butter Churn Center for the Arts, where I'm stage managing part time over there, you know, somebody right. like fell off of a ladder working on something, and they landed on oh. a on a on a piece of furniture, like it was a big important prop thing. They called me and they were like, "Kendall, the this person fell off a ladder and landed on the on the piece of furniture." And I said, "Oh, are they okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, it just yeah. cracked the wood." And they're like, "Oh." Yeah, no, they're they're fine. And they're like, I can't believe you asked about them instead of the furniture. I was like, well, furniture's replaceable. I, I want to make sure they're okay. And they were just blown away. But I thought, of course, like spread love. Ask about the person, not about the chair. Like so and I just thought I'm glad I was in a position there to spread the love a little bit more and say, like, let's not care about things, let's care about people. Is that not insane? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that they're so used to somebody saying, well, I, oh, I can't, Yeah, I, I don't care if they blew their brains out on the sofa, just as long as it didn't get on the... Didn't get it on the sofa. Right, is that not insane? <laughs> it is, and People, that's why the world is messed uh, up. We need to we need to make a U-turn if possible. and U-turn if possible. And, and be kind, be nice. turn if possible absolutely kendall absolutely that's what i'm saying and then i'm also saying this at the same time what the food what the food what the food 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 uh, we need a, a nice catchy theme song what the food food well, Kendall, I will let me delegate that to you. I put you in charge. <laughs> Leave it in my capable yeah, hands. Yeah, well, I'll give you a little project there. You write the "What the Food" theme song. So I'll try to fit it into my busy, busy schedule overseeing Charles building that stupid booth with and not messing it up. Oh, no. I think he's making it awfully wide back there. Of course, I guess those are our measurements. I don't know. I don't know. All right, Charles, are you not adding like an extra little area for you back there? Are you? That looks that does look wider than we talked. Oh, uh, you know he's going to build himself a little area under our hosting desk, like George Costanza had in his office under his desk. What's food, Cliff? Here, I got a question for you. Oh, oh. oh Which type oh, oh. of cocktail is served in a copper mug? 
Copper mug. That is a Copperhead Road cocktail. <laughs> oh, so wrong. No. Even me, all dried up after all these years, Cliff, I still know <laughs> that's a Moscow Mule. Oh, I thought Moscow Mule was served in a bottle with a, a, a like a rag on top, and then you light the rag on fire, and you toss it at a building. Isn't that that's a Moscow? That's a Molotov cocktail. Oh, I get those all mixed up, and the Copperhead Road. Speaking of Copperhead Road, you know who's... Uh, Steve Earle, the rock star. Are you familiar with him? Uh, I've heard of him once or twice. All right. Well, he was back at our old out of business. It's I guess it's a parking lot now. They paved Paradise since parking lot. Our old <laughs> out of business Watkins. He came to my creative writing class because he was good friends with Nancy, whatever her name was, the teacher. Oh, really? Did I take? Do you remember this? Uh. Uh-uh. He came and. I remember what he said because he was, of course, like everybody, he was especially, uh, you know, astounded by me and just a big fan. Because I was wearing a, a <laughs> big in, fan, <laughs> an in sync T-shirt. This was twenty. This was it was timely back then. It was current back then, folks. It wasn't retro. It was current. It might and, have been a little past current, but it was still close, closer. Wasn't no, it? It, it was like it, it, it was like two thousand three. We are, we are that old, I guess. It was two thousand three. It was okay. now okay. okay. NSYNC was, I think they were technically over. Celebrity was in two thousand one, but it wasn't like a definitely. It was like, well, you never know. Okay, you never yeah. actually ask. <laughs> they might come. I'll back. give you that. I'll give you that. But I was wearing an NSYNC shirt, and he's like, oh, now that is subversive. And then that's how he knew how I was really cool. Yep. So anyway, it, I, see if you've already had... That's how we all knew you were really cool. You had a billboard on your chest. Uh, well, I was, you know, but it, I'm just saying, I don't know if any rock stars have complimented you on being cool lately, but I, I don't need it. <laughs> anyway, Kendra, what the food, food, food? This question's for you. What the food? Which Kellogg cereal was first introduced on the market? Uh, Was that cornflakes? Oh my God. 1906 cornflakes followed in 1916 by all brands i do know my cereal history cliff oh my god okay if you know that then here's a follow-up what year were rice krispies introduced 1934 wrong oh 1928 <laughs> uh, see I, I always get that off by a few years i get that mixed up with frankenberry all right cliff oh. uh which fruit is the best source of antioxidants antioxidants come in the form of an avocado avocado <laughs> no that is blueberries what was the first puffed cereal to be introduced to the united states shredded wheat oh my god kendall do you understand what a puff is no <laughs> You don't. That's the answer. No, you don't understand what a puff is. A puff. I do, but I thought I thought maybe straight away we had some sort of puff in there or something. I don't There's know. It's not a puff. That's like a folded. I know, like corn pops pillow. or something. But something more like corn pops. Kicks. But I'm, I can't think of kicks. I couldn't think of like an old, old puff cereal. Well, here it is. Kix was the first to use the new technique of the puffing gun, which took dough pellets and expanded them into different shapes. But that must have been what we both got shot by, the puff gun. The puff gun. <laughs> oh, why did they shoot us so close at point-blank range? The egg is a perfect food which contains a bit of almost every nutrient you need. True or false? True. That's right. It's the incredible edible egg. It's the incredible edible egg. They couldn't say that if it weren't true, Kendall. Come on. Uh, what is the number one branded cereal sold in the United States? Frosted Flakes? No. Let's keep guessing. Let's see how long it takes you to get there. No. Wheaties. No. <laughs> you thought Wheaties was number no, one? No, I, That was a joke more than anything. Oh, I, I'm trying to think of... Um, Rice Krispies? No. Nope. Shredded wheat? No. Nope. <laughs> uh. I cannot. Children, babies listening are shouting out the answer. Babies are eating these. They have them in a little cup on their. Oh, Cheerios! Thank you. 
I just didn't come to me. I wasn't thinking of Cheerios. Of course. Of course. I had me a whole box of it just the other night. <laughs> Literally, I had a whole box for a snack. No milk. Just ate the Cheerios. Of just basic Cheerios? Well, no. They had something on them. They were like Honey Nut or something. Oh, yeah. They they weren't plain Cheerios. I Trust me. I wouldn't be eating plain anything. Oh, I ate Honey Nut Cheerios by the handful almost every day. That's what I did. By the handful. That's why they're number one. That's why they're number one. What the food is wrong with me? What the food, food. Wait, Charles. Charles, what is that? That looks like a secret tunnel. Clip, I gotta go check on uh, him. I'm, Something I don't, I don't know about that. Something's wrong over there. We gotta fix this. Let's let's take a quick break. Uh, he wouldn't like try to wall up a body inside our hosting desk, would he? <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Charles. Don't go anywhere. Cliff and Kendall are just getting started. If I get a splinter, mom gives me a cookie. If I skin my knees, she gives me some cake. Some dirt in my eye will get me some pie. Whenever I'm hurt, mom gives me dessert. Hey, I better ask for a kiss instead of a cookie. If you want to console me, I'd love a big hug. If you want to reward me, a kiss would be great. Well, I don't need a cookie to make me feel great break but i'm glad we're back back for more just like cliff and kendall what the hell he built over there i think it looks really good it looks like one of those like all glass cathedrals or something to me yeah you can't see where that goes that little place in the back oh, is an beyond. opening yeah he built a slide from the roof down into the booth well that's that's okay what if we need to do like you know batman and robin one day they get they hop in and then by the time they come back out they're they're suited up, ready to fight crime. We could come into the I mean, sure, it's podcasting fun. booth from the ceiling, and then by the time we come in, we're suited up, ready to record some laughs here on the show. Cliff, that's fine. Except neither of us could fit through that tube. We're too no, fat. No, no. And you know he's going to be back in there peeing no, it or something. No. It's going to smell. No, terrible. now listen. It could be good. What if we have you know the Amazon drone? It could just drop our packages right down the tube. Or we could have the delivery, food delivery, just slid right down to us in the... Think of it as a dumbwaiter. Ooh, now yeah. there's an idea. To the second half of the show. It's the second half of the show, Kendall. Now, here's the deal. You know, we're we're using this show to, to process these weird, awful times that we're living in. And instead of meatloaf, we didn't even talk about meatloaf, gone. He's about out of hell. Gone. He's, uh, all I could think of is... You know, when Eddie, Eddie said he didn't like his teddy, you knew he was no, a no, he good, was kid. A no good kid. Boom, boom, when he's setting his life with, with a switchblade knife. No, you're all wrong. Kendall ruined it like usual. What a guy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Makes you cry. Hey, hey, hey. And I did. Hey. There you go, Kendall. There you go. And we're back. Wonderful, but even old the loaf. I remember the loaf because I feel like every time I went to have my braces 
tightened uh, in middle school. His I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That video was on VH1 <laughs> in the waiting room when I would have my braces tightened. Oh, uh, we'll see. I loved, uh, like, growing up at Opryland, they had uh, the Halloween thing. And that's, I loved the music, and that's what got me into show the show business of it all. <gasps> and they had a big Halloween show every year. And one of the songs was uh, Bad Out of Hell at the end. He was like, And like a sinner before the gates of heaven, I'll be rolling on back to you. Like a bat out of hell would be gone when the morning comes. Come on, that's good. There you go. It is good. Of course it's good. So we're, we're saying... Of course it's good. It's uh, He's probably the musical guest. Cliffing into cloud to cloud. Guest <laughs> hosted by Louis Anderson and Joan Rivers. Musical guest, The Loaf. Meat Loaf. Man, their ratings must be <laughs> way up. They are going <laughs> to plummet when we finally die and take over the show. <laughs> Anyway, that's just all conjecture, all fabulation. Anyway, we're turning on now to a different part of the show, this song part of the show, as Kendall likes to call it. I love it. We are going to do a mini countdown. These are songs for that last party. You know, your funeral. These Mm -hmm. are outside-the-box funeral songs. These I, <laughs> outside I, the box. I, these are, have got to be fun, upbeat, something like that. It can't just be. I don't want anything that normal, Kendall. So if you have some normal, if you have like a Danny Boy remix, take it off. Know how great, know how great thou art. Okay, just not. Don't play just how great thou art. Just real fast. Don't. I don't want to hear <laughs> how great thou art. <laughs> How great that I don't want to hear I'll fly away. Okay? I don't want to hear anything traditional. It's got to be outside the box. I want people Cliff, at this funeral Nothing in my list to, is traditional at I all. want their heads to turn in a good way. Like, what? Oh, they're going to turn. They're going to turn. Your head may turn all the way around. Oh, well, don't have a big stack of vetoes. Prepared to go, <laughs> even on you know the this occasion. I still have some vetoes. <laughs> anyway, Kendall, but no, uh, let's let's get things started. The last party ever, our funeral. These are some. I would play some of the. I would play most of these that I've chosen for me on. My I would funeral. play them all, yeah. and I may just play them all and make people stay around for the entire time. It's going to be a, a concert. Get ready. Oh well, I'll be dead. I'll be. We'll. I'll be watching with you in heaven. I mean, don't you hate it that they limit funeral songs to a, a few? Like, why, why just let's play a whole bunch? Let's get it all out. Let's make a, a cut tape, mixtape. Well, that's why it's cut better tape. to have a memorial somewhere other than just at the. I'll get yeah. home. We'll we'll do a concert. Yeah. Whoever dies first, we'll do a concert on the other one. All right. All right, Cliff. Uh, I got a space coin. All right. You call it. Dearly beloved. Uh, tail. No, Cliff, it's heads. So that means I'm going first. First. All right, here we go, Cliff. My first one. Let me just. Cliff, this song I love to death. And <laughs> honestly, I'd love it even after death. And I think it'd be great to play at my funeral, and I gladly would, because I think it's hilarious. And this also sets up the fact that you really shouldn't take anything too seriously. Don't, like, take life too seriously. Just enjoy the process. If, if, it's, if it's time for me to go and I'm gone, take, make a good laugh out of it, too. So, here we go. Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life If life seems jolly rotten There's something you've forgotten And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing When you're feeling in the dumps Don't be silly chumps Just purse your lips and whistle, that's the thing Oh Cliff, don't just look on the bright side of life On the bright side, who sings that? It's from. It's originally from Life of Brian, but it was in Spamalot too. It's the uh, Monty Python. There you go. Okay. Love life. 
I just love that song, and I love it in Spam a lot when Tim Curry's singing it. Oh, that when yeah. life's a piece of shit, or life's a piece of shit when you look at it, and life's a de- or death's a joke and laughs a life, it's true or something like that. I love it. It's just such great lyrics, and it just shows you don't take life seriously and it just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, like listeners. If you're not loving this choice of countdown, just enjoy it. Just go with it. <laughs> just enjoy it. Just go with it. All right, Kendall, number five on the mini countdown of happy upbeats out of the box. That's odds I was just outside the box. It was nearly inside the box, though, Kendall. Nearly inside. Gotta say it. Nearly inside. Nearly. It, was like, it was on top of it. It's like if you just sat something right on top of the box. That's where that was. <laughs> But not this one, Kendall. This one, number five. This one shows it's just eternal. That when we leave, we are but a snowflake melting back into the stream. That's what we are. We're rejoining all that is and all that ever was. And it just goes on and on. The beat goes on. I mean, come on, at a funeral, this is going to bring the house down. You're going to love it. Oh, and it just, the beat just goes on. I mean... Oh, it just keeps going and going and going. If they were carrying my casket out to that, that is, that's amazing. That's an A-plus funeral. A-plus plus. I like that one. The beat just goes on and on and on and on. That's a good one. I love it. It's a great pick from me. The beat goes on, Kendall. I just, I love the thought. I wish that... Now, this would be so good. Kendall, if you plan my funeral, you got to remember this. I want my the end of my funeral, even if it's just like three people there, to be Susan and whoever else she can just drag along. But <laughs> I want, you know how at the end of a great concert, like they just keep coming back? Like I want them to take my casket out the door like they're going to put it on the hearse. And then, <laughs> and then and with the beat goes on and then people are weeping. And then they're like, wait. What's that coming in the back? It's the caskets back as they bring it as one of the great other funeral songs plays. All right, oh, this is You want great. an encore. You want to encore at your funeral. This is going to be great. If, listen, that's something to look forward to anybody that shows up at my funeral in the future. I guess I'm going to learn and the beat goes on on the and piano. And the beat goes on. I don't know. Just play, just play the Sunny and Cher version. Just save yourself the trouble. All right, Kendall, we've got... Other beats that also continue to go on, and what that is is the kids. They're they're in all the things that they keep saying. Oh, oh. why do they say all these things? It's over what the kids are saying. What are they saying? They're saying so many things. Oh, the kids. What are they saying, Kendall? I've got something that they're saying over here. No, uh. oh, why are they saying that shit? Oh no, Kendall. They're saying. Go dusting. Do you know what it means when the kids say they're going to go dusting? I assume it's something to do with farting. No, Kendra, I thought you clean-minded person. You thought it would be something to do like a pledge uh, challenge or something. I know it's the kids are saying it. It's not me, so uh, I'm trying to guess dirty. The teens say they're going dusting when they are eating pudding powder, and then they go around pranking people over 30. They get real jacked up on the pudding powder. No milk or anything. Then they go pranking, Kendall. What are they doing? What are you talking about pranking? What do they do? Uh, I don't know. They probably like call him up and say, do you have Prince Albert in a can? Yes. Or you better let him out. I thought you meant like, uh, like they put the powder in their mouth and they prank him that they're like, the foam's coming in their mouth. I was, I thought it had something to do with the pudding powder. No, the, I think the That's pudding powder is it's just what gets them all jacked up, ready to prank. Oh, Oh, I need me some good pudding powder then. I need to get jacked up. Yeah, you know, they're taking it, rub it on their teeth. Yeah, what's the next thing? (laughs) Cliff, porky pies. You know what porky pies are? They are. They're pies in the shape of 
Porky Pig saying bree bree bree. That's all the pie, folks. No, Cliff, it's just a slang for lies. Don't be telling me your porky pies. Oh, well, oh, God. All right, Kendall, here we go. <laughs> oh, God. I blame the children. I'm, try- I'm trying to do the nice thing and pass the blame on to the children, not you, Kendall. You should, yeah. Oh, God. Crack snack. Crack snack. Yeah. Do you know what that means when the kids say crack snack? That's because, you know, movie theaters these days... They're cracking down on outside candy and Cokes. They just won't stand for it anymore. So the price-conscious moviegoer has gone one step further. The kids especially, they are storing, uh, you know, their... What did I write? Storing their... (sighs) Oh, sorry. They are storing their drugstore candy. You know, they stop by Walgreens, get, uh, you know, a big box of Raisinets. But they're storing Mm -hmm. it in their cracks. You know, where nobody would dare look. And then, when they finally get to the movie in a loud part, when somebody's exploding, they pull the raisinets out of the crack and they have their crack snack. It's called a crack snack. Careful, that's awful close to a place where Freddy Krueger can reach around and grab some snacks. All cracks are created equal, Kendall, yes. Oh, Cliff, I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's approved by the, uh, FDA crack snacks. Uh, 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 Cliff, have you heard of the farmyard tennis? Farmyard tennis, it's where two horses beat, uh, one of those little puffy yellow chicks back and forth. No, it's nothing that cute. It's two people, mm. ass to ass, passing an egg back and forth until one cannot return it. The loser, uh. loser typically is made, uh, to eat the resulting egg. Well, there you go. Crack it open. Eat it up. That's what you do when you're on a farm, clipping your board. Oh, my God. You play farm yard Kendall, tennis. speaking of eggs, have you heard of what this, when the teens, they ask this as a question, are you making egg drop soup? Well, then what that is, that's a snappy comment. If you see somebody drop an egg on the floor, the teens are coming back with, they're saying, hey, what are you doing? Making egg drop soup? Uh, you know, if they came up on a farmyard tennis and somebody dropped that egg and it busted, they'd be like, are you making egg drop soup? You know they would. <laughs> they, you know, burn. Damn kids. Egg drop soup. Egg drop soup. With a Dracula sneeze. Oh, where you sneeze you so a- hard that you bleed from your neck. No, Cliff, that's when you are covering your nose with the crook of your elbow and you look like Dracula with a cape. It's a Dracula oh. sneeze. <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> well, there you go. You're, but you're not a kid, Cliff. That's the problem. You're too old to I'm make not. those jokes. We are so old, Kendra. We're 40. You especially are 40. And <laughs> well, I mean especially. That's <laughs> just how it works out. I've always been and 40 since you've known me. Yeah, that's right. Finally, you've settled in. It's almost like I saw you in the future, and finally, you've caught up to the what I saw <laughs> in the future. But anyway, Kendall, it's not what we're talking about now. What we're talking about now is fun songs for that last party, your funeral, and the ones that are just gonna brighten the place up. So, Kendall, I want I to got hear one. your next choice for just outside the box. Things, songs that are going to make people go like, now this is a memorable funeral. Oh, Cliff, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. Number All right. four on the countdown, Cliff. This is Just, this like, is just, me. Like, just me. like Me on the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again Going places that I Cause is it really over Or is it not We don't know Is it not Is it not oh, Down the highway uh, I love that Kendall I love it And you know and, Cause that's the thing Is it over Is it not We don't know We all, we have all of these Fantasies And Beliefs And non-beliefs And it comes to a time, as I know Betty White must have felt, certainly, and Louis Anderson, who had so many, uh, he was the youngest of, like, I don't know, a dozen kids or something. One of, the, one of the younger ones. And so, just, as you get older, so many people that you've known, so many wonderful people, they're just gone. Mm-hmm. They leave. They're gone. 
their final party is over. And let's hope they chose some of these songs at their funeral. But it comes to a point where you do think whatever it is, heaven, hell, whatever it is, I don't mind going. Because all these other people that I already know that are so wonderful, they already did. And I'll just, I'm just doing what they did. Like Betty White. Betty White already did it, folks. So it, it should not, whatever it is, Betty did it. Louis Anderson just did it. So why be afraid? That's They've already gone through it. Did I tell you what Betty White said about death? What did she say? So she said, um, um, when um, she was a little girl, she said, like, and somebody died, her mother told her, she said, now look, she said, death is, is like a secret. And she said, and when we die, we finally get to know that secret. So that's the one thing we don't know. That's the big secret. And so, like, I think her aunt had died when she was a kid. Her mother said, see, now she knows the secret. And said so, like, when, and, and Betty White said, like, so like when Estelle Getty died, said it was real sad and she missed her, said, but now she knows the secret. And I just thought it was such a, a beautiful way of thinking about it. And, and somebody online had tweeted because she had said that. They said, well, now Betty White knows the secret. And it just it made me just ball. You know, I love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, all right, Kendall, did you? You just did one, so that means it's my turn. Now, it's your right? turn for number, number three. three. Number three. <gasps> the count goes on, Cliff. Yeah. The count goes on. <laughs> All right, Kendall, speaking of the count going on, speaking of number three, this one is a six-way tie. So the first <laughs> part of this is, I think, because I just, I thought, what is the perfect outside-the-box Madonna song for the funeral? Because there are some inside-the-box, maybe hovering, like, at the top of the box songs. Like, you know, you could do Take a Bow, because uh, Take a Bow, it's your final bow. It's got the power of goodbye. There you go. It's goodbye. But you got some other ones, and I thought, you know, one, I thought, what if you came on, everybody's sitting there crying, got their Kleenex, and then, uh, let's see, what's the best one? This one's a good one to start with. Well, this came on. Dying of the day. What if that just came on? That, you know, it would really make everybody there, all the, the people, make them think. They're like, I guess I will die. Get Cliff, he, he's dead. Now I'm going to die another day. I oh, know, Cliff. It was a little in the box. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think so. Uh, this one, kiddo. Now, this one, I think that, you know, just if you want to leave people with a beautiful statement on, you know, happy, you know, if we took a holiday. You know, one last plea for the people of Earth to get together. Celebrate. Reminding people to celebrate all the things. See, that one would be good. You got, uh, this one would make, really make people think, all right? You said they're sitting there, my coffin's there. Not everyone is coming to the future. Not everyone is gone from the past. Not everyone can come into the future. Not everyone that's here is gonna last. Gonna last. Not everyone is coming. Not everyone can come into the future. Not everyone that's here is gonna last. Gonna last. Not everyone that's here is gonna last. Gonna last. Not everyone that's here is gonna last. Gonna last. Maybe some nice Madame X representation there at the funeral. <laughs> this one I think would be so great. This one would, this this is one if you have a lot left to just tell people, just to let them know. Let people know that you're not sorry 
and you're not their bitch. Don't don't hang their shit on you, Kendall. I, if you have <laughs> stuff to, left to say, don't hang your shit on me. Like, look, I, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. And let 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 them know. Then this, I think this is a great one too. That would be. It's from the album MDNA, and it, it would be so great. You know, a, a break too from. The people at the funeral home, if you had this one, all of those are about, you know, oh, farther along, uh, whatever can, you know, what the one you said, how great thou art. But what if you played this one from MDNA? It's called I'm a Sinner. Center and I like it that way. Kendra, what if you had that one? I think that'd be great. That's just how it is. And then, of course, this one really will be at my funeral, probably five or six different times. Definitely when my coffin comes back for one of the encores, this one will be what is playing. <laughs> we, we have a lot of encores to work through, so... <laughs> Now, speaking of, Kendall, this song, Like a Prayer, okay? Speaking of, if I may speak of it for another moment, it is from 1989. You're going to either way, so. Yeah. 1989, right? And that's when the album came out and the song. And I was thinking, oh, that was my, because that's my favorite song. I always say that's my favorite song. (sighs) I think you at least need to have the ovaries to choose a favorite song out there that's my advice <laughs> and i've chosen that one and i was like oh that's from 89 and then i thought oh well isn't that funny because my favorite movie still magnolias mm-hmm. 1989 and i thought wow 1989 really was the year i thought wouldn't it be funny and then i realized oh my god there's no other show that could be number one as so far as tv shows other than the simpsons 1989, Kendall. <laughs> Everything was That was in really your year, Cliff. And it was all downhill after that. I, oh, boy, wasn't it? But I was just stunned. I thought, wow, that was really the year. But anyway, year. that was number three. All six of us. Number three. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so impressed with Charles the contractor and his oh that that sliding tube oh, from the roof down into the booth. I don't know why you boys ordered that, but he did a marvelous job creating it for oh, you. An excellent job. All the seams are perfect. <laughs> I don't think we did order that. No, but. dear. Did you see how the the wallpaper is going in, dear? It's it's sort of sliding a little bit. But I think it's going to be okay. (laughs) We can easily get that back up with a little more of this paste, Sugar Lump. We'll just spread a little bit more on here and there. I'm sure we didn't use enough, dear. We should just put more on it. We didn't use nearly enough. That part that's very slanted over there to the left, it just needs some more. Paste, sugar lump. Are, are you sure you're using, uh, like, maybe you should use less, or or does that even need paste? Do they still use paste? Is, is oh, that... Of course, dear. Yes, we always use paste to put wallpaper up, dear. I just, I'm sure we just need more. Uh, Rock Pot, can you get another bu- a bucket of that wallpaper paste, dear? Oh, another bucket of All right. Oh, I don't know. I'm worried about that, Cliff. I feel like we're going to have to have some... Uh, wallpaper paste removal specialist coming uh, in. Oh, I don't know. There's a big puddle of it on the floor too over there. I'm not sure. What oh no, is that's happening. that's something else, Cliff. Oh, uh, all right, Kendall. Well, all right, is... Cliff number two. Oh, we'll have to wait because we have one more segment. Oh, we have and another that's segment. Something that everybody should know. It's time for the game show that makes you feel dumb. Things you should know, Thanks. and here are your hosts. Cliff and Kendall. This is us. This is them. All right, Kendall. 
How many individual hydrogen atoms could fit side by side in one nanometer? Uh. Um. A billion. No. Ten. Ten. Oh, idiot. Okay. Um. Cliff, who won their first award for outstanding host? For a reality or reality competition program at the 68th Primetime Emmy Awards. Was that Kathy Griffin? No, Cliff, it no. was RuPaul Charles. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was thinking of Our Lady of Broadcast Comedians. Well, you know, that was just a different year. Different year. Different year. Alright, alright. What all number right. often used to get long distance service in hotels is a ball player said to have dialed when he hits a home run? Uh, star 89. <laughs> <laughs> no. Eight. Oh, eight. We'll see eight. You were eight in 89, and it was the first number of 89. Close enough. Alright, Kendall, it's back to the countdown. We're almost at the end of our big final party. We're at number two. Uh, Look at that wallpaper. It is just sliding off the wall. Okay. Cliff, Uh, this song... (laughs) Uh, It fell right over on Charles, and now he's sort of rolled up in that one big long piece. This is just going to cost more. I know it. Um, um, Cliff, number two um, um, is a song that I would find hilarious if I was at a funeral... And it just, they turn this on, and I'd love the idea of it, and it says so much, so I'm just going to play it, and you tell me what you think of this, and we'll see where it I guess I was. Because it's saying like, oh, he's a ghost now, and I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> and and it, it it has all the, it checks all the boxes. It's uplifting. Mm. <laughs> and girl, oh, no, no. Oh, no. I don't know how you couldn't laugh. Yeah, that's See? true. See, it made you laugh. It already, it just, it lifted your spirit. <laughs> and you leave with a happy thought in your mind and not a sad one. There you go, Kendall. There you go. You got it. I think you finally understood the assignment. I understood the assignment. All right. Kendall, I love that one. Now, here's another one if you want to leave people with a smile and with, like, directions. Okay? Okay. Number one, it, which is also a, it's a, it's a, it's a two-way tie, okay? Not a six-way tie. <laughs> but number one, this one is if you want to leave people with, with a smile and directions. Okay? You better get to living, giving. It might it might confuse them a little bit because after the sixth encore, they're like, "Does he want me to stay for more? Or does he want me to get to living?" Well, see, then there would be one more that, you know, was the tie for number one. The last one, so, like, my thing is, better get to living is my coffin would be, you know, maybe they're moving it around. Maybe they're, you know, moving it around the mourners, you know, for Doing one last. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, we're going to need more living. Paul Bear. And then the last one, the last song, as the doors really do open. And they really do put the coffin into the hearse. Uh-huh. Would be this one. Another from our Halloween mix, can <laughs> I'm so happy dancing while the grimmery but cuts, 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 but he can't get me. I'm as clever as can be, and I'm very quick, but don't be. We've only got so many tricks, no one lives forever. Nobody does. Nobody does. Who would want to? And as <laughs> they finally let the coffin drive away. And then and then everybody's still sitting there for another minute. They're like, are, are we sure? Like, are we sure he got in the coffin? Are you sure he's not going to roll around the corner for one more lap? Under time 
Don't you don't you hate when you're at the concert and all the lights start uh, coming on? You're like, oh, it really. Yeah, is that's over. when the lights would come on. You're right. But you know what? Nobody lo- does live forever, and that is the one thing. It happens to us all. And oh, 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 Maybe we should just paint that wall. Let's. I, I thought we were just going to tear that wall out. All right, Kendall, we've got to go. I've got a funeral to get to. Probably, I don't know. Well, let's let's head on out. Oh, all right. Oh, sugar lump. I've got that. The bucket stuck on my foot. Oh no, dear. Let's see. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. Different year. Different year.